You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm talking to Skulk Glow, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape of the Republic of South Africa. And I know for a fact that Skulk is very, very excited this morning because after many, many weeks of looking really more like a troglodyte than anything else and uh, not being able to go to a restaurant, very soon he's going to be able to walk proudly into a hairdresser or a barber, get his hair cut and go out to a restaurant. And it must be very exciting for you, Skulk. Yeah, so, so Lindsay, I, I am excited. I, I must say, I've, I've still got a few questions on that because you, you mentioned three three things now. So just I'm going to throw it out there. So, go on, so then. firstly... Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So the the first point is, so I'm going to go to, to that restaurant. There's there, there will be maximum fifty people in the restaurant. You know, at one point, will I be allowed to actually take off my mask? I mean, that that's that's my first point. So I, I still need to say, oh, I'm going to actually enjoy my my lunch or dinner and a glass of wine. Um, you know, having to have my my mask on. And, and then second point is, I would I would much rather prefer you know starting to invite my friends over, you know, inviting a friend over to come and have a dinner with me or bry with me and actually going to a restaurant now and having, so I think there's still a few questions. I think there's a few, few, few things that they need to iron out for now. But I, I do think, you know, they were talking about um, the, the, the amount of jobs that would now go back. They were talking about more than half a million Exactly. That's the thing that worried me somewhat, because that seems quite ambitious, because if half a million jobs were destroyed, half a million jobs will not be created, because the restaurants and hairdressers, etc., are not at full capacity. I've seen, I've watched exhaustively interviews with people on international television saying, yeah, well, yeah, we can only have, um, there's a chap on a record shop, uh, in a record shop in Glasgow this morning, which is a tiny example, but he says we can only have three people in the store, two customers mm. and one staff member. And normally we've got uh, uh, 10, 15 at any one time because we're a very popular shop. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. It, it, it's obviously a very progressive step and it's a step mm. in the right direction, but 500,000 jobs, I'm not so sure. Yeah, you, you know, we also need to take into consideration. I mean, I know how, how many restaurants just in the school of a thirty kilometer radius that I know of. That's that's the restaurants I know of. Mm. That's not going to open their doors anymore. I mean, they they close, done, yes. finish. Um, yeah. So so we we'll, we'll still need to you know take that in consideration. So I, I think there's a lots of ifs and buts. But but I think Lindsay, I mean, we we, we it's Thursday morning. It's a beautiful day in Capture. Um, it's Friday tomorrow. We, we passed the, the the hump of of, of the week, and, and now we're focusing on the, on the glass half empty. It's a very progressive move. At least I, I know for a fact that from a from a uh, hairdresser, from a, a beautician, that's 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 an environment that that's been been under the spotlight. And I'm I'm really glad that environment is opening up. And also, you know, a lot of restauranteurs is going to have a sigh of relief. Yes, 50 people is 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 a lot less. When I listened to a, a comedian this morning and he was talking about how we can go back to the movies now and most probably will, you know, watch live shows. You just want to see what a what a, a theatre, you know, 400 people look like when there's only 50 people sitting there. So there's, there's a lot of glass half, half empty. This is a progressive move. We need to know that we're in a very, very difficult situation. I mean, just let's 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 talk about Beijing. I mean, yes. that thing is an extreme worry for me. I mean, w w mm -hmm. yesterday, 
it was announced that they again they closed their schools, they closed their their, their airports, um, and, and today they they said, well, they're closing you know all restaurants, all hotels again. So they actually now we know that in China this whole this called COVID nineteen uh, pandemic actually started, um, and, and to see Beijing now go. You know, full circle back into a let's call it lockdown environment. I think that's that's that is you know more worrying. So, I, I would say you know give President Ramaphosa um, the credit. I mean, he's looking at the, these type of things. He need to make a call. He need to make a call. You know, he's going to open up. You know, and, and then have a scenario that, that that we might have to go into a Beijing scenario, closing up again. I think that will be a lot more hurtful. So I think the Beijing situation is one that illustrates the fact that this virus doesn't go away. I mean, it can it can lie in wait, if you like, for you. And this market, which is the biggest, the market that serves 80% of the fruit and vegetable needs of Beijing, which is a massive, massive city. And uh, you know how the Chinese people love their food and their food is absolutely brilliant. So it's a very important part of their society. Um, I think that this is quite significant, but I like the fact also that their, their trace and track technology and their their policy is very progressive as well. We've mentioned the word progressive when it comes to Cyril Ramaphosa. I think the Chinese have been very progressive, no matter what the United States of America says. No, no, no undoubtedly, uh, and, and that's 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 how you know, and why we've seen uh, they they flatten their curve a lot quicker. Yes, we always knew there's going to be a, a sort of a second wave, but that's not this is not a surprise. Now, is it a worry? Yes, it's a worry, but but. They flattened their curves, you know, fairly quickly. Um, we saw it in their markets. You know, still to certain you know, cases, the markets are still looking, you know, a lot, lot more, uh, you know, stronger on that side. So, yeah, let's see. I think, you know, for now we were going to to uncharted territory every single day. So, uh, uh, we we progress as a, as a as a country. There's a, there's there's more jobs. Is it going to be five hundred thousand, you know, jobs that's going to be created, you know, when 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 we see a lightened version of level three lockdown? I don't know. Um, all that I know is that there's a lot, not not more people are going to be in the position to earn income again. Very good, and that's uh, if it is five hundred thousand people, then that's five hundred thousand people that will have an income, be able to go out and buy food for them themselves and their families. So it's a very very good thing. Indeed. And just before we get on to the South African market, let's have a look at what's happening in China elsewhere, because uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo met with the Chinese foreign minister, I think it was, in Hawaii overnight for about seven hours. And there's a lot of things to talk about, because there is an there are excerpts from the John Bolton book coming out now, which are quite astonishing, a real revelation as to what happens in the White House and an insight into the mind of President Donald J. Trump. I don't know if you've seen some of these these quotes from the book, but goodness me, there's some stuff going on there that we can't even begin to imagine. Well, uh, yeah, I think, uh, do, do I want to know what's going on in, in uh, Donald Trump's mind? I don't, don't, don't really know. I want to go that deep. But it's a phenomenal time, you know. You're looking at the plans, when listening to Paul last night, you know, how, how are they planning this, 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 this further stimulation? Um, you know, he used words like you know, the Fed need to keep the foot on the gas, uh, you know, until we know we're through this. I mean, this is this is you know for 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 uh, if, if this is mind-boggling. You know, seven trillion dollars. Uh, with a stimulation, you know, balance sheets. We're looking at 
we're looking at um, you know how they're going to change their focus. You know, they, they they mentioned things which I found very fascinating. They're going to gradually move away from buying now ETFs, and they're going to start buying bonds. I mean, you know, this is this is crazy to think that they're going to you know buy these bonds. Yes, reduce debt. They need to reduce reduce the debt, but I think it's interesting times. Interesting time to be um, you know. In, in, in the world, interesting times to be in the, in the investment market. And I think, you know, for all the listeners, I did, did a bit of a calculation Go on, then. Uh, over the weekend. And I think this, this, this was quite fascinating. You know, a lot of people keep on, you know, you and I have been having this chat, you know, the one moment we're extremely bullish, the next thing, you know, everything just goes to shambles and we're all, we're all you know, negative and, and glass half empty again. A lot of people ask me, what, what should we be doing? And I, I think that, that good old saying about, it's not about, you know, Timing the market. It's about time in the market. And I, I took it a little bit further. And I, I used the example of, of um, the, the South African market, the, the JSE. And it was actually fascinating to use it. So I, I took the data over the past 20 years. Um, and and, and w- why I say it's fascinating, because there's always this debate about what is best. I mean, you know, the U.S. market you know, or the South African market and it's the, 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 the South African bears and then there's this, you know, some of the U.S. bulls. Why I took the 20-year period? Because when you look at over the past 20 years, up to 31st of May 2020, both the S&P 500 and the JSE yielded a return of exactly 13.6%. I saw that and I couldn't believe it. But that was that yes. in rand terms or dollar terms? It That's was in rand, rand terms. terms. Rand. Okay. Both, both, both in rand terms. So, 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 so now we don't have to debate which one was best because yeah, the first 10 years, the JSE was by far the best. The second 10 years, the US was by far the best. But now we ended up end of May, we were flat, both yielded a fantastic return, you know, 13.6% in, in, in round terms, beating you know, inflation. We've had you know, three times, and I, I want to say this again, three times where the market, the local market, dropped more than 30% from its high. So let's be honest, this 20-year period went, went without you know, a lot of rocks and, and, and thorns. So when if you... Yes. If you stay in the market, I said you had 13.6%. If you only missed the top 25 trading days, now to put this in perspective, there's many days. So top 25 is not even half percent of the time. So it's less than less than 0.46% of the time. If you only missed the top 25 best performing trading days on the JSC. By being out the market. Yes, exactly. Mm. Your performance dropped down from thirteen point six percent to six point five percent. So you, you you basically per annum you basically lost more than half of, of your performance by just missing twenty five top trading days. So what and you're saying is so what you're saying hmm. is that you should every time you get tempted to go out of the market, hmm. you should go out of your house and go and get your hair cut and go to a restaurant and then uh, review it the next day. So don't right. don't fiddle. Don't try and time the markets. That's exactly it. It's, again, like I said, we've often used the, the, the saying that you need to be in it to win it. Now, now I had the comment, you know, somebody on social media said, "Well, but that's 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 easy." So if, if you if you if you miss the top twenty-five best performing trading days, then then the following day was usually the worst performing day. So that's then effectively you've missed the worst performing day. That's also not the case because the average the following day. So after. Each of these 25 days you know, where we had the best performing days. If you take the following day and look at the average return per day, you, you missed, again, close to 1% per annum. So, again, 
you need to be in it to win it. Don't try and time the market. It's time in the market. Well, let's have a look at the market now because the dollar rand is 17.24, the British pound against the rand is 21.60, and the euro rand is 19.40, with the euro dollar 112.50, which is unchanged. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was down two thirds of a percent, 170 points, having opened quite strong. Uh, S&P was down a third of a percent. The Nasdaq uh, was up very slightly. What a surprise there. This morning in the Far East, slightly more tentative. The Nikkei down half a percent, Shanghai up a little bit, Hang Seng down a third of a percent, and uh, in Australia, the All Share Index in Sydney down 0.9%. The gold price is unchanged at 17.27. The platinum price is down nearly $6 to 8.17 or 8.16 and a half, let's call it. Where's Palladium, please? Skulk low. So Palladium this morning, that is trading at 1,926, so a little bit stronger this morning. Okay, I'm going to get you the oil price now. I'm just putting up oilprice.com, that excellent website. Hold on, here we go. Um, oil price is doing absolutely nothing. Uh, West Texas down a third at $37.82 per barrel, and Brent crude is $40.74 per barrel, which is up just very, very slightly. Uh, on the JSC today, what do we got? I saw something from Sassel. Tell me about the Sassel update. Uh, so Sassel update, yeah, I, I think they, they, they mentioned all the right things in Sassel. Um, they, they, they were talking about uh, this is Sassel 2.0. <laughs> so that's usually, usually a sign that somebody you know, is, is, is advocating a, a, some sort of comeback. Um, yeah, so, so I think they, 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 they mentioned two things. Um, yeah, they, they mentioned, um, you know, firstly, that they're going to have some serious job cuts. Um, they were going to sit with the unions. And consult you know, and some proposed uh, layoffs. So, so that's not a good sign. We just started off by saying that we we hope there's going to be five hundred thousand people that's that's going to have jobs with with uh, you know level three point zero or three point one, um, the newer version. But yeah, Sassel is going to see some serious layoffs. And the second one that they said, I thought that was 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 actually um, good for for Shell. This is that uh, lenders lenders agreed. To waive the covenant, you know, the June one, um, and and basically move it to December or lift this December one, you know, from three to four times the EBITDA to net debt. So, I think um, in general that that gives gives uh, Sassel some breathing space. They did mention that they now you know considering an offer you know for a partial buy in into Lake Charles business. So that that is good. And originally, Sassel opened up you know quite a bit stronger. We we looked at it about three percent you know, at the opening, but now it lost all the ground, and we we can see you know. Currently, very close to two percent down. So, I think that, that the harsh reality is, is is still there. This is a company that's struggling. Um, it's definitely got a huge, huge uphill battle mm-hmm. in, in terms of you know between unions, between uh, you know lenders, uh, between you know, selling off assets which they've paid a hell of a lot over the last you know three to four years. So, let's see, let's see how that plans plans out. I, I know there was a few reports that came out from from different you know high profile. Uh, uh, research houses yes. and, and most of them you know had it reduced at current levels i think uh, the target prices were anything but between you know 100 grand 120 rand um, so I, I would definitely be cautious uh, buying at the, the 140 rand levels remember they're not out of the woods yet no they're not the share price is doing what down slightly uh, according to my 15 minute delayed screen no, no, it's about three percent down now so it's, it's oh. dropping like a rock now it's now below mm. 140 so trading at 139.30 so it, it is dropping okay another share that's dropping is transaction capital limited and that's because of the results of the accelerated book build i've got 7.2 percent mm. down tell me about that one 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a book build. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. so it's, 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 it's a fairly illiquid share. Um, and well, not when I say fairly illiquid, it is one of your, let's call it the smaller company. So I, I, I wouldn't read too too much into it. It's a bit of a bit of an overhang of shares. And um, I just, just wait for it. Blood. This company has been doing very, very well lately, uh, well managed, and, and you know, yielded very positive uh, you know, returns for, for, for shareholders uh, over the, let's call it, past two to three years. So just wait, wait for it to play and pan out. Remember, there is a bit of an overhang now. We've had results out from Fashini this morning. Group revenue up mm. 3.6%, which is uh, um, round about inflation, I suppose. Uh, well, at the moment, but inflation is going to go lower than that. Group retail turnover up 3.6%, um, which is more or less the same thing. Let me see. What else have we got there? Trading expenses margin. Operating mm. profit before finance costs down 4.1%. Yeah, I suppose... Uh, given the this is to the end of um, end of March, of course, so we haven't mm. had the, the nasty April uh, month. So yes. they expect it to get worse. What do you think of retail in general and Fashini or TFG in particular? Yeah, I, 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 I had a lukewarm um, reception when I read this. Um, so, so I don't think it was very positive. Um, it was up to the end of end of June. If you look at up to the end of March, yes. So that's effectively pre pre lockdown. And and uh, you know to, to to look at HEPs, get a headline earnings per share that was down one point one percent, yeah, from 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 those levels. You were expecting it to, you know, be you know closer to the to the flat levels. I'm more worried about, and we we had this huge conversation, and and, and to listeners, don't listen to last night's uh, five o'clock shadow because we did focus on on balance sheets a, a little bit more. You know, I, I mentioned last night that the companies that I will be looking for, and and that will include your retail companies, will be the companies that's got stronger balance. It's got some cash on hand. Uh, it's got lower debt levels, because that will help. You know this this lockdown. You know through this process, that at least you don't need to close your doors um, afterwards. Now, the one thing that stood out um, out of this this financial statements as they they they're going to seek shareholders approval to um, to to implement a rights offer. Now that's never a good good sign. It's, it's it will dilute current shareholders and and main reasons. Why they they want to? Um, well, they're looking at proceeds of up to three point nine five billion, which they want to to um, get in through this rights issue. Um, it is to, as I mentioned, to reduce debt and um, basically stimulate the the balance sheet. I like the fact that they say they they're looking at some organic growth strategies, um, but but in general, I would say you know retail. I am positive. You know, at current levels, you know, a lot of these companies are extremely oversold and, and very well priced. You need to know that it's going to, the road's going to be rocky. This is not a, a opening up of the of, of the economy, and, and there we go. But we all should be mindful that the amount of money that's currently in in uh, in the consumer's pocket, just through the the, the, the reduce of of um, that the cuts in interest rates, you're looking at about anything between 135 to 150 billion rands. It's going to be extra in the, in the consumer's pocket. So mm-hmm. yes, there's going to be some job losses. Yes, there's going to be a, a, a economy and a general um, negativity you know, in South Africa. But do not underestimate the amount of capital. Where's that money? Where's that, let's call it 135 billion, going to go? I do believe that the first point of entry will be your retail. Uh, I would start on my my, my my, my general, my food retailers first, the shop right, shop right, run about the 100 grand levels. I think it's, it's looking very attractive. When I look at the clothing retailers, I do 
you know, like uh, your companies like um, like True is, you know, much stronger balance sheet. Um, they are also they also indicated that they're going to sell off their loss making businesses in the UK office. Um, also, Mr. Price, Mr. Price also made it very very clear that they um, they they sitting in a scenario where they they don't really have debt levels. Um, and and they actually looking to 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 go into an acquisitional uh, uh, drive. Remember, Edcon is not there. You know, there's a lot of companies that's currently jet. Edcon, uh, I mean, there's a lot of you know, companies that's currently available um, through that this kind of closure. And I'm going to be watching these type of retailers very closely because this mm. will typically be the time where a Warren Buffett will be buying. This is blood in the streets. This is mm. where you want to go out. And really, and then you need the balance sheet. And back to 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 to, to the Fashini Group, they don't have that balance sheet, you know, compared to you know, some of the other retailers. So, good company, well managed. Uh, I love the product, but I think uh, you know, balance sheet wise, I would I would say that that's that might be a third or fourth buy for me. Okay, well, well said. Uh, I'll be watching that one. Yeah, as you say, if five hundred thousand jobs do come back into the economy, then the first thing that they're going to do is restock in some way or treat themselves mm. in some way. So, yes, a very good point indeed. Skulk low. Let's have a look at the top five major moves on the upside on the JSC this morning. Aspen is on a huge charge again mm. after the news yesterday about the drug that cuts down the death rate for chronically ill COVID nineteen patients. Aspen, I've got up six point two percent. RB Platinum up nearly four percent. Redefine at 1.4%, South 32 at 1.3%, and Process after a really amazing day yesterday, which propelled the JSE uh, more than 3% higher, along with NASPES and a few others. Uh, and Process is up 1.1%. On the downside, we've just spoken about transaction capital, down 7.2%. Sandlam's getting whacked, it's down 4 and 2 thirds percent. Oceana down 4.2%, Standard Bank down 3.5%, Investec Property Fund down 3.5%. Why are the two Financial services companies, i.e. Sunlam and Standard Bank, doing so badly this morning, Skulk? Well, I, I don't know if any, any news. I, I want to highlight one thing. So, so Lindsay, before we, we, we step off the, the major you know, up, up movers, is the one that, that, that weren't mentioned in, 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 in your um, top five movers is Sun International. That is up currently 29%. Yes, today. I saw that. No, 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 it's understandable. It's understandable because one of the things that President Ramaphosa said yesterday was the you know, casinos are going to open up again as well. So ah. this will be possible. But the big but is yesterday... I was I was dumbfounded when I looked at I think it ended up something like sixteen point something really close to seventeen percent yesterday, yeah, and that came after a report you know the previous day on, on Tuesday on UFA, there was a report that was released that said the tourism the side will be be under huge pressure and you you would think that 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 um, you, your Toho Sons your Sons Internationals those type of companies would would be under a lot of pressure so you know to 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 come out yesterday on Wednesday and and end the day. Up close to seventy percent. I wonder. I, I wonder, wonder if someone in the office of the president uh, may have said something indiscreet somewhere to someone, and that person getting that information may have done something naughty. I, 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 I would never say that. Of course. No, I, but there I, I is mean, a suggestion that will be naturally that 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 will be the big question, you know, in most people's people's mind. But be that as it may, we're looking at a share price that is up 28% again this morning. So, yeah, I think uh, there we go. So, casinos open as well.
Very good indeed. Sanam and Standard Bank, you're not going to comment on those because we don't really know any news, but certainly they yeah. are down. The RAND's not that much weaker. Anyway, have a look at the indices, if you would, after what is now 50 minutes of trading. So uh, as we currently speak, the market just went negative. So so we're looking at the Josie All Share that's trading at 53,000, just, just shy of 54,000. It's basically down six basis points. The resources down 40 basis points. Industrials, as you mentioned, with the, uh, the likes of the process, those, it's, it's continued to run. I mean, we're looking at uh, industrial index that is positive. You know, 0.7%. And the financial index, as you mentioned, with, with the likes of Standard Bank, sometimes that's, that's under pressure this morning, that is down a whopping 1.83%. And the S&P, as we close, is down around about 0.4%, uh, just below uh, 3,000, 3,095, down around about 11 points. Um, it's got a dodgy feel about it today, uh, to me anyway. But anyway, Skulk, thank you very much for your time. Have a wonderful weekend. Go and get your hair cut, for goodness sake. You're looking a mess. <laughs> and um, go and have a meal. Take the, take the family out for a meal. Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.